Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. We're going to start with a musical twist uh, this Sunday morning because I have Joe Potter with me in the studio, and she is a musician. It's very hard to describe you, uh, Joe, because you, your songs are rock, pop, and soul, and I'm just going to describe you as a musician. How about that? That's all right. Good morning. I'll accept that. Good morning. Joe is here. Um, Joe is an Amer- Joe is a lot of um, a lot of things in one, which is very hard for me to understand. When I was reading about uh, about you, Joe, so you're American. You're based in Singapore. That's right. Um, you're a musician, you do rock, you do pop, you do soul. It's very complicated. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it seems complicated, I think, on the surface, but uh, it's it's kind of easy to explain. I think that, you know, first of all, I'm a, a singer-songwriter and, and musician, and, um, you know, being a, a songwriter, I like to cross a lot of genres. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people always ask me, and probably you too, like, what kind of music do you like? And not, you'll never hear someone say, well, I just like one type of music. That is true. So, like, for me, I, I appreciate a lot of different types of music, and I, I'm inspired by a lot of different musicians. So, like, when I write, I don't want to just write one long song. I want to write a bunch of different types of genres and mm-hmm. blend them and, and and fuse them and see where that goes. You make life harder for people like me because I don't know how to introduce Joe Potter <laughs> because I'm like, is she a rock star? Is she pop? Is she soul? But now, so you do fusion. You do what you feel like doing at that moment. Is that Yeah, you know what? I think I think it's just that I'm an artist. I'm an like you can just say she's a musical artist. Like, um, and I I think that uh, there's not too many uh, musicians out there. I think there's a lot of musicians that like to write differently. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said, like I do. But um, you know, when I when I actually create an album like this past album, you'll find a lot of different types of genres and a lot of different like fusions and interweaving of that. So it is very hard to define musicians, really, I think, in general. Even the ones we know of are very popular out there. Um, However, in the music world today, they're manufactured to sound a certain way, I think. Pop music, for example, especially in, well, this past decade or so. I think it's been going on for actually longer than just a decade. Mm. I mean, there's been like packaged music and packaged music, yeah, yeah. like the Britney Spears type. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. You know, they find the talent and then they they put it through a formula, and it just it it sort of escapes real music. And that's one of the things that I wanted to come back to is you know, I used all live musicians on on my album. I made sure that you know this is it's not something that's prepackaged it's not something that is it's it's just it's real music and when you listen to it and even if you listen to it the album either in one song or an entirety you'll understand like this is not something that's prepackaged so when you talk about real music the way you write your music the way you produce your album there is a story that goes on in 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 that in the songs that you choose to put in there yeah sure i mean like sometimes it's inadvertent so like sometimes i'm feeling it right Mm -hmm. like it's it's something that's really personal to me um it's something that i wrote 
just for the sake of my own expression and and emotions. Um, then there are times when I call it channeling, mm-hmm. where I take it and I like you telling me a story and it affects me so much that I'm able to channel that and write it through your eyes and feel it, like really, really feel it. Um, that's a little bit exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> it's always exhausting when you have to feel somebody else's emotion. But as an artist, that is part of the the work that you do, right? You, yeah. You interpret things that you are feeling that somebody else is feeling or somebody else sees from a different perspective. Exactly, exactly. And then there were times where I just wanted to write something that was fun. Like, mm-hmm. um, for example, like my first, the, the very first track on the album, the one that's a single, it's called Tonight. And I wrote that specifically for my fans and for other people. I wanted a song where we could all just, it was, it's a party song. It's something we, song. yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like, it's something, you know, it's fun. I wanted something that, you know, you can put on and just feel good and dance to and, and you felt like you own it. And mm-hmm. in that way, it was really important for me because I, I really wanted this album not just to be about me, but like everyone. All right. I'll pick up on that. So it, tonight, which I will play for our listeners later, uh, is a party song, you say, right? Which appeals to perhaps a big group of listeners out there. But when do you decide what you're going to do? Do you do something for everyone? Do you some, do something for yourself that is meaningful to you? Or do you do something that's deeper that, y- y- you know, you put heart and soul into and people listen to it and know what you're what you're singing about? Yeah, probably the latter, the first. I mean, like, I can't help but, like, when I, especially when I have, like, my own emotion, I can't help but not express that. Mm. Um, it, would, and, it would be the easiest, too, right? Because you're yeah. not thinking about other people. You're thinking about yourself. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's, it's really easy for me to sort of tap into that own emotion. But I got to tell you, like, you know, when I write for, like, when I wrote Tonight... I literally wrote that in 10 minutes because I knew exactly what I wanted to do and I knew exactly how I wanted people to feel. And so that was like, it was super easy to write that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, there was one song that I wrote and, um, it was so emotive for me that I, I like, there's one line that I just cried. Like, I just cried through it because it was such a, a personal and intimate thing to say. Um, so like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all a little bit of, of the above in Mm -hmm. that way. But when I, I write so much that I still have to figure out what's the compilation of this piece. I mean, like, that's what people don't understand sometimes is when you're, it's not just one song. I'm writing a bunch of songs. It's actually a, a, a project. And then you have to figure out, well, what am I trying to say in this project? And that's what tonight is all about. Okay, I just uh, came back from New York last month and I saw finally the musical, um, Carol King's musical, I forgot the title. It, it's about her um, uh. in starting out in the 60s and I it was an eye-opener because I didn't know that's how the music industry was. You hire a bunch of songwriters to churn out songs. That's right. Like like we churn out things out of a factory. How could somebody I mean I'm trying to put myself into her position. How what where does she find inspiration to be able to write jingles and songs on a I don't know, how a few 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 songs a day. How do you do that? You know what? I mean, for me it's a little bit different because I don't have a big 
sort of production house behind me. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything that I did, it's actually all me. Um, I did have a co-producer. So like I write, I write everything. I produced everything. I, you know, when I'm, I'm working with musicians, I'm actually, sometimes I don't, I can't, I don't play everything. Mm -hmm. So like if it's a bass line, I actually have to sing the bass line to explain what I'm looking to do. Um, but you know, in, in reference to when it becomes your job, like when it becomes like something of, of that, you, there's a way as an, as me being an artist that I can tap into what I'm trying to do. So if it's a jingle, you know, of course you have to get the bullet points of what is it exactly, uh, you want to, you know, get across Mm -hmm. in this, in this sort of, you know, um, yeah. The message, right? Yeah, yeah. From your client, whoever it is. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because, I mean, it's not just Carole King that did that. Like, there's a ton of artists that started out at Barry Manilow. Mm -hmm. I know he did a lot of really, like, you know, famous jingles and, you know, people just do it on a daily basis. I, because I, I don't come out with an album like every single day or every single week or and I don't write a song every single day um you know it it makes it a little bit easier for me to lengthen that process, process yeah right. yeah yeah okay now that you brought up Barry Manilow. I also saw a Barry Manilow <laughs> concert on Broadway. Uh, the guy is, what, 79, I yeah. believe. And he staged a limited engagement. It was so much fun watching him. But he opened the show with a song, and then he told us something that I think our listeners, maybe even yourself, would identify with. Today's songs are lacking something. Yeah. I'm going to ask you that. What do you think is lacking? And I'm going to tell you what he said. So for for me, I think it's it's lacking association mm-hmm. and lacking relatability. I think that it's it's just because it's it's so produced, and I think also it's trying to be too sensational. Like I think people are trying to too hard, mm-hmm. and um, and it, it just lacks emotion. It lacks that again that relatability, um, and so like I think that when it comes to it, people are sort of it, it just becomes very bland. Right. What did he say? Well, he said. The songs like melody, ah, which I everything that, that I you with, everything yeah. that you talked about really is comes down to lacking melody. It's just produced. This is what he explained it uh, to the audience. He said today's songs are good for a few days, like it's a big hit for a few days, and then you forget about it because right. it, they're, they're not relatable. There are no emotions. There's no melody. Right. What is the objective, do you think, of artists today, can we call them that, musical performers today, compared to, well, the past? I think it just depends. I mean, you know, this has actually been going on a long time. It's Mm -hmm. just that it's only really coming into the light now, where we have people that are are real performers. You know, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, these people are extraordinarily talented. They sing and they dance and they put on a show. Yeah, so, but like, Beyonce. She's amazing, but she doesn't write anything. She mm-hmm. doesn't play anything. She get she's amazing, you know, vocalist. Um, Celine Dion, another one, fantastic, but that's not somebody like Beck. That's not someone that is um, Red Hot Chili Peppers who are going to be who here, are, right? Yeah, like, they're here. <laughs> yeah, like these are not people that are really like putting in um, that sort of extra effort, for for lack of a better term. It doesn't mean that they're not talented. And what they do, it's just there's it's just a different association. 
Very interesting. I'm speaking to Joe Potter. She's an American, as you can tell from her accent, an American <laughs> musician. She performs rock, pop, soul, and she talked about her party song tonight, uh, which I'm going to play for you right now. And we'll be back to talk to Joe a lot more and find out what's happening in the music world, not just in her own music world, but uh, for the rest of the world, because uh, Joe has been in Asia for a long time. So I want to get your thoughts on Asian uh, musicians as well. But for now, let's listen to this party song called Tonight from Joe. Gonna blow the roof off this place. We're gonna throw it down like crazy. Joe Potter there with Tonight, and guess who's in the studio today, this morning, is <laughs> Joe, uh, who performed and wrote that song in, well, you wrote that song in 10 minutes, he said, and I'm describing this music as moving forward, as in it makes you feel like you want to move forward, and in fact, guys, I just described it off air as a very F1 sort of song. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, you know, I, I, I really wrote this um, for a, a the the concept behind this was I was thinking a lot about moments in your life, specifically like those celebratory moments, mm-hmm. like where you're either graduating from high school or college or uni or, you know, like where you're getting married or you're just like having an amazing time out with your friends. Right. 
Um, and that would like like be indicative of like F1. Everybody's out <laughs> having a good time. And so, you know, like and, and it was so easy to, you know, because I know how I feel when I want to be out with my friends and mm-hmm. I want I just want to own that night. So, yeah, I was uh, 10 minutes and it was uh, it was super easy to produce as well. I already heard it in my head. Um, really, really easy. So for a song like Tonight um, and for other hit songs out there that became big hits, the producer, the musician would have known that this song will be a hit. But how do they do that? Because I've seen this many times when a producer talks to a songwriter and says, I know how to how to produce a hit and this is how you do it is there a formula to it um there 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 is in some ways but that's what makes this really magical because like i knew when i wrote it like it was just spectacular and then when we produced it and i produced co-produced it with uh, a really good friend of mine amazing talented musician uh instrumentalist his name is fernando perdomo Mm -hmm. and fernando got tons of cred and um, then it was also mixed by Zach Ziskin, who has, you know, Grammy tons of credit as well uh, back in the States. And um, no, I mean, like it it was amazing because everybody that I let listen to it was like, that's the hit. You can just feel it. You can hear it. And what's interesting about it, it was it's uh, actually like we, we just released it mm-hmm. um, not even two, two and a half weeks ago. And it's been the number 10 most added on Billboard on the top 40 channels. Wow! So like, you know that alone is speaking to that this is actually being embraced. Um, so all of the things that we sort of felt or when we listened to it is being validated by how it's being picked up. Amazing how uh, you're, as a musician, a songwriter, how your minds work, because I really have a hard time understanding I mean, my life is this, talking. <laughs> and I talk about what I see and what I do. But yours, your, your, your brain functions a little bit differently. Do you see everything as musical notes? Um, I don't. Um, or as a theme or an, an inspiration for your next song? You know, I kind of want to make a joke and just be like, well, the reason, the, uh, like, the, reason, the reason why we think differently is because you're a man and I'm a woman. <laughs> That too. <laughs> like that too. Um, but yeah, I think it's also just like the person that I am. Um, and also like just being able like to tap into my own energy mm-hmm. and, and know like how to express that. Um, I am no different, truthfully, than anyone else. It's just that in my own sort of like my own being, I'm able to tap into something a little bit more. And I don't see things as, as musical notes. Hmm. But I do definitely... I hear melodies and other melodies. So like if I'm out and somebody asked me once, like, how do you discover music or like there's music everywhere. You guys just don't always hear it because you could be in an elevator. You could be at, you know, like down on, you know, the, um, the, the metro, you can be anywhere and you're going to hear it. Mm -hmm. It's just, I am so much more in tune with it. I hear it more than most people do to the point that. Like if I'm having a conversation with a friend and we're at a restaurant, sometimes I have a hard time paying attention to what they're saying because I'm listening to the music. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's it's overwhelming sometimes. I, I understand now because friends of mine tell me I see things and take pictures of things from the ugliest. You know, they won't even pay attention to an ugly corner. And then yet as a visual, I guess men are more visual, I see something beautiful and the light that falls. Is it something like that that you yeah. kind of – 
hey, there's a nice thing happening there that nobody's paying attention to. Yeah, because like you know, I, I especially when I hear certain notes in in secession, it's like it, it for me it just it sparks, mm-hmm. and I and and also because you know for me when I when I do write sometimes um, music and thought you know that that emotion comes out at the same time so if i'm writing something happy then i'm going to write something that sounds happy if i'm sad then i'm going to write something that sounds a little bit more sad and and those there there are notes that are indicative of that so yeah absolutely like i i, I hear it uh in a different way than maybe most people would very fascinating um what comes first the words or the melody both sometimes at the same time Sometimes I can't. I, I, yeah. Sometimes it's it's it all, and that's when it's most like incredible, like it, and then magical because it all comes out at the same time because I'm feeling it, and because I'm feeling it, that that music then evokes in me, mm-hmm. and then it's just it's super easy to write. Um, but then there's times when I just hear a melody, and then that will sort of make me feel a certain way, and then I'll write a song to that melody. Okay. I'm speaking to Joe Potter. She's a musician, and we heard her song there earlier tonight, which is a party uh, song. And now she's talking about the process of writing a song. So inspiration, feeling, sometimes the words, sometimes the melody. Yeah. Have you ever come into a situation where you have the melody, you've already played it, wrote it down, and you don't know what to write for this? Um. There's, there's, or the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, there definitely been like that. Um, but it's funny because again, music makes me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I've written a melody, and I do that a lot. Like I'll just on my my phone, I have a, a recorder, and so I, I sing a lot into that. I write a lot a cappella, so I sing a lot into that, and I'll come back and I'll go, okay, how does this make me feel? What does this emulate for me? And then I'll come back and I'll I'll write it um, based on that. But do I do a lot of rewriting? Absolutely. Of course, right? <laughs> Revising and making sure it's something that uh, people would want to listen to. Yeah, I think it's also because, like, you know, when I also try to force it, it becomes super trite. Like, it becomes, mm-hmm. like, so bougie and, like, you know, and then I'm like, okay, I got to scrap that. That's not working and put it away and then work on something else or um, – but, yeah, it's funny. Like, I'm, like great example, I'm, I've been asked to write a Christmas song. Okay. So like I'm, I'm st- I, I gotta write it like this week because we gotta get it out. And so, um, everything that I've written has just been really, really like not okay for my standards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's just a matter of like I then have to really reach in and tap into what it is I want to talk about or what I want to say about Christmas. So what do you do when you're not, yeah in in this situation when you're just not feeling it because you know it's hot, <laughs> and it's months away from Christmas. You're in Singapore. If you go to the Philippines, it's already Christmas. So maybe that will give you an inspiration. But yeah. how? where do you tap into? What uh, What do you look for within you? Or Yeah, it's, it's, it's for, you know, like you said, guys are visual. Like for me, I'm visual as well. So mm-hmm. like I just close my eyes and I think about what it is about that moment that I'm feeling. And, you know, where it is I want to be and what I want to be talking about. And if I can do that, you know, again... There's nothing like special about me in the sense that I don't 
I don't have other feelings that no one else does. Mm-hmm. We all have these same feelings about that moment of of being with our families and how good that sometimes or how bad that can be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you on that uh, one. You know, uh, family is one thing. Uh, I'm talking to Joe Potter here on Sunday morning on Money FM 89.3. Joe has been in Singapore for how long now? Uh, four years. Four years in Singapore, much longer in Asia. So I want to get her thoughts on uh, what's happening in the music scene in the region and in Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.